from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Here's another three. And another three by Flagler is wow. good. There is nothing you can do as a defender. In fact, Newton looks at the bench and just shrugs his shoulders. Kenjo to the right side, gives to Flagler. Flagler up with three. He's got it! 29 on the night by Flagler. Bears lead by two. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Brown drops it inbounds to Akinjo. Here we go. Tie game. Baylor and Oklahoma State. Akinjo to Flagler. Gives the ball to Akinjo on the right wing. Rondell Walker on him. Akinjo up with an 18-footer. It's good. Akinjo with a bucket. Bears lead by two. 12 seconds to play. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Five seconds to go. Rondell Walker, likely for three. Shot is no good. Bears win. Bears win in overtime over Oklahoma State. 66-64, the final score. What a win for the Bears on the road in Stillwater tonight. Oh, John, it was grit. It was determination. It was perseverance. It was courage. And it was Adam Flagler. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Well, how about that game last night at Gallagher Iba Arena in Stillwater? Highlight cuts? Boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was so, it was so great. I what was a just, game, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I was running the game. No one here except me, and yeah. I was just... Jumping up and down and screaming when <laughs> when Akinjo hit that shot. I tell you what, Big Monday has had some goodly good games. Big Twelve, uh, Big Monday on ESPN. They've had some really good games, and last night uh, maybe one of the best. Uh, an overtime win for the Bears, sixty six sixty four over Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Big big win for the Bears, and uh, the highlight cuts again, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Down to the wire, and in fact, past the wire in overtime for the Baylor win. Yeah, we were talking about it right before we came on the air. For a second, we didn't think it was going to overtime. Yeah, it looked yeah. like Oklahoma State had won it on kind of a, uh, I don't want to say miracle shot, but I mean it was. <laughs> he just kind of threw it towards the basket and yeah. hit nothing but net from behind the backboard. Yeah. You know, it would have been a miracle shot. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that is the appropriate <laughs> wording for it, but. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. I was like, oh man, they that just they just lost, and that's that's just a heartbreaking way yeah. to lose. You know the way that the way that uh, the players from Oklahoma State and the crowd reacted, and then uh, your broadcast partner Pat Nunley had a great point. He said, I think he was out of bounds. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when and then I thought about, it. I was like, yeah, where he shot that from? There's a better than good chance that he at least part of his foot was out of bounds right then they went and reviewed it and pat was right he was out of bounds and to overtime we go and then you know you get the big shot and the big stop at the very end of overtime yeah. and they get out of there with the win great game yeah great game huge win for the bears 
shorthanded again. Did have Adam Flagler. Thank the Lord for that. <laughs> did Fla- they? I didn't see him <laughs> yeah, in the game Yeah, much. did you notice him do anything <laughs> last night? 29 by Flagler, tied his career high, and uh, it's a guy that didn't play on Saturday. You know, he and Cryer both missed the game on Saturday against TCU. Some people have um, mistakenly said that Coach Drew held him out on purpose. You know, they thought he thought they could get by TCU without playing those guys. That is totally false. Yeah, no, he <laughs> he he's not going into any Big Twelve game and saying, you know what, no way. he can play, but I'm going to rest him because we can beat this team. Right? The there's no too, way. The league's too good. Yeah, there's no way. Top to bottom, it's the best league in the country. Who's last place? West Virginia. Yeah. Would you hold somebody out <laughs> no. playing Bob Huggins in West Virginia? If you want to lose, you would. Right. You know, I mean, that's still Bob Huggins. They still have talent. They're struggling, obviously, but and they're going to beat somebody before the end of the year. And I'm not going to be surprised. You're not going to be surprised, but right. most of the country is. Yeah, that's true. So that shot you're talking about came about right at the end of regulation. Uh, tie game, obviously, and Oklahoma State was playing for the final shot. Um, and it ended up Isaac likely had the ball behind the basket behind the glass and just kind of threw the ball up, you know, one of those, you know, a kind of a desperation. You just throw it, you know, it's a Hail Mary shot. You just throw it up toward the rim, but he was behind the backboard and it went in. And at first, uh, you know, I don't know what Pat and I said, but at first we thought there's no way, you know, that that either he got it off on time or that's what we thought that he didn't get it off on time because the buzzer sounded almost simultaneously. And uh, then the officials, the three officials, went to midcourt. They were just getting ready for overtime. And all of a sudden, they showed the replay on the video board inside the arena. And the crowd went crazy, which told Pat and I, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, they saw something on that that maybe we didn't see. And not only the crowd went crazy, but the Oklahoma State team, all their players just sprinted off the bench you know, kind of ran onto the floor like, we just won this game. You know, we just beat Baylor. Yeah, because he obviously definitely made the shot, and looking at the clock, he definitely got it off in time. You know, um, what you couldn't see, though, were where his feet were, and that's what the officials looked at, and he was out of bounds. So not only did they not get the game-winning shot, Baylor got the ball with point. Point seven. Point seven seconds yeah. left with the chance, you know, I mean, it's going to be really difficult and obviously, uh, you know, it didn't work out, but with the chance to inbound it and like maybe uh, tip it in or, sure. you know, get a quick shot off. Right. So uh, wild into that uh, and, and the officials were standing at midcourt and, and weren't coming over for a replay on that play, that last play. But then when they showed it on the video board and the crowd reacted and the team reacted like they did, all of a sudden, here come the officials over to look at it. And I'm thinking, wait a second. You can't let a crowd reaction determine if you review a play or not. But uh, but they did, and that's what replay is there for. And they looked at it, and, you know, it might have been a minute or so, but that was a long minute it really waiting was. to get, you know, waiting yeah. to get their review. And then they walk off, and John Higgins, I think, you know, kind of waves his arm like no shot or no basket. And uh, then they was part of what they were looking at was the clock also. Mm-hmm. And they actually, like you said, put up uh, seven-tenths of a second on the clock. Yeah, for a full probably minute until Pat said that he thought he was out of bounds. I was like, they just lost. Yeah. This, this is, Can you oh. imagine if, if that had been good and that's how you lose the game on a shot like that? 
Yeah, it's. Oh. It would have been on the Sports Center. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Man, but uh, it was ruled not good, or he was out of bounds. I guess the official ruling was he was out of bounds, right? Because they put yes. time on the yeah, clock. Yeah, they put time on the clock. And so the they, clock hadn't expired. Right. Yeah. Um, it just And imagine being an Oklahoma State fan. You know, you lose the Big 12 championship to, <laughs> to in football to right. Baylor by, you know, six inches. Yeah, exactly. And then the second game against them at home, it looks like you've got them beat on a miraculous shot, and he was out of bounds when he shot it. And yeah. you lose in heartbreaking fashion in overtime, you know. Yeah. that's uh, Oklahoma State may not want to see Baylor anytime no. again soon no. <laughs> in any sport. But uh, then the, in the overtime, uh, James Akinjo had a rough night shooting. He um, uh, just, I, I think, was a marked man, and they weren't going to let him beat them last night. He had a rough game and uh, had did not have a field goal through 40 minutes. He had two free throws. That was it. And in overtime, so it was 60-60 going to overtime. Jay, and Baylor scored six points in overtime. James Akinjo assisted on the first bucket and scored the next two. So he was a part of all three buckets scored by Baylor in overtime, four points of the six in overtime, and the Bears won it by two, 66-64. So Kenjo came through uh, when the Baylor uh, needed him most in the overtime period. Of course, a huge game for Adam Flagler, a career-high tying 29 points in the game, and he was just unconscious, wasn't he? Yeah, see, he, he, he couldn't miss. Yeah, yeah. For most of the game. Now, late in the game, he cooled off a little yeah. bit, but still. Maybe he got tired a little bit. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, there, there's um, someone had tweeted the minutes played, you know, um, over the last three games, which is six days, um, Akinjo, 102 minutes Ugh. in six days. Sohan, 95 minutes. Kendall Brown, 94 minutes. And Flo Thamba, 89 minutes. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, they've had a busy week. Yeah. That's, busy, uh, busy uh, that's week. averaging, you know, 30 minutes a game. And uh, Flagler, 41 minutes, eight seconds last night. Um, Akinjo, just under 40 minutes. Yeah. So. That's uh, – yeah, when you're playing your third game in six days, you really don't want overtime. Yeah, exactly. But, but, and and a quick turnaround from Saturday. Yeah. So you add was, all of those things in there. It, it was a remarkable win for the Bears last night. So really big, uh, really fun. They had a great crowd there, 8701 in uh, the arena, and they were loud. I mean, they made their presence felt, especially late in the game and in overtime. So, a good win for the Bears on the road. Uh, 29 by uh, Flagler leads the way. 12 by Matt Meyer with six rebounds. Uh, 8.7 rebounds for Flo Thamba. Uh, he was just three of ten from the floor, but it was really, really physical. And he was matched up most often with Musa Cisse, who's their big seven-footer, um, who scored 12 points and had ten rebounds and five block shots. A <laughs> cat had five block shots last night. Eight total by Oklahoma State. Uh, and then six by Akinjo, uh, four in overtime. Jeremy Sohan had six points, seven rebounds, three assists. And uh, Bears shorthanded, won it over the Cowboys. Uh, amazing, really. You, 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 uh, I'm sure you can get an idea of how tough that is to play on a Saturday and turn around and play again on Monday on the road. Um, but then you add, in, you add into it, how shorthanded Baylor is, how many minutes those guys, like you said, Aaron, uh, played on Saturday to get past TCU, 
and then you have to play, you know, 48 hours later. It was just tough. So, And uh, just got a text from Tom Barfield mm-hmm. from our supposedly award-winning – no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, award-winning. Award-winning uh, game time morning show. Uh, it was a shot clock violation. I don't think it could have been. See, that's what I thought, too. I thought that, too, but – And that's because I even looked at a news a article, and they said the same thing, but uh. I, I – if, if it was a shot clock violation, then the officials made a mistake putting seven-tenths of a second back on. Because when the play started, there was 23 seconds on the shot clock. There was 23.2 seconds on the game clock. So a shot clock violation, yes, it could have been that. But then they couldn't have had any more than two-tenths of a second. Right. Yeah. So I'm not disputing what Tom said. Right. And that's what uh, the only reason I brought it up. I, when he texted me, I actually looked at an, another article, and they said the same thing. But I, I think you're right. I, yeah. I think it was that he was ruled out of bounds just because of the time they put back on the clock. Right. There wasn't that much of a difference. There was, it was two-tenths of a second. I remember that for sure. So, however it happened, it was a Baylor win. <laughs> Great win. <laughs> it was a yep. Baylor win. One of the game uh, in the league last night, TCU won at home over West Virginia by 10 points, 77 to 67. Frogs uh, squarely on the uh, bubble, maybe inside the bubble right now. They're six and seven and seventeen and eight overall. They will play. Does TCU play this week? Ooh, they're home uh, Saturday, home against Texas Tech on Saturday. Uh, that would help their resume with a win over Texas Tech on their home floor. Two games tonight: Oklahoma at number nine, Texas Tech, seven o'clock on Big Twelve now, and Battle of the Sunflower State. 8 o'clock on ESPN, K-State at number 5, Kansas. That is tonight, 8 o'clock. And uh, Bears watching, certainly, because Kansas is right now a game and a half up on, or now just one game up on Baylor right now. And uh, with a loss, uh, it would make it a half game uh, lead for the Jayhawks with Kansas coming to Waco on Saturday. Big day Saturday, ESPN's college game day. Uh, 10 a.m. in the Farrell Center, Baylor women in a whiteout hosting Kansas at 2. Baylor men in a whiteout in the Farrell Center hosting Kansas uh, Saturday evening at 7. That's going to be a big day, and that'll be a lot of fun. And that's the that's the plus of the minus on playing on a Monday night is the quick turnaround from mm-hmm. Saturday to Monday. If you get the, with the win, then you've got more time to rest and That's more it. time to prepare for Kansas. That's it, exactly, and they did. Couldn't have happened at a better time. <laughs> right. I mean, they need time off. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they have today off. I wouldn't be surprised if they have tomorrow off, too. Yeah. Yep. You know, two days back-to-back because rest this time of year, I mean, that could be almost as valuable as whatever practice time, you know, you would have. Absolutely, especially, like, you know, we went over how much they've played and uh, – to get through that stretch 3-0 and is, is pretty incredible. You know, there were times in the game where I was, you know, sitting here like, oh, no, you know, I mean, on the fast breaks and a few few dunks in, in yeah. the half court by Oklahoma State. And you have to step back and remember, you know, hey, that happens. Even when you're playing hard defense, when you're playing good defense, sometimes, you know, they're going to get a good shot. They're going to get a good look at the basket or they're going to get an open lane yeah. and, and get a dunk or an open three. Um, we're just, I'll admit it, you know, I'm, I think, and I think a lot of Baylor fans are, we're spoiled. Mm. They've been so good the oh, last yeah, few right. years yeah. and they've been good for so long, but I mean, especially the last few years, they've yeah. kind of went to another level, obviously with, uh, the national championship last year and the year before. 
in the COVID shortened season where I think they had an excellent, excellent chance of winning it that year. That's you right. know, That's I mean, right. um, you never know. Obviously, the season was canceled, but you know, we it, it's the same thing kind of with the Lady Bears. You got used to winning every game by twenty five and thirty points, you know, and then you lose those two at home early, and you're like, what's going on? Um, you know, that's that's kind of not typical. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. You're gonna have Real some, world. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have some ups and downs. Um, you just got to see where they're at at the end of the season. And, you know, considering the all the injuries they've had, um, it's, it's incredible that the Baylor men are in the spot they're in. It just goes to show you their toughness and how good the players are and how good the coaching staff is. Yeah, very good point. Baylor women play in Stillwater tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tomorrow night uh, against the Cowgirls. All right, off and running on this Tuesday. We're glad you're with us. Let's take a break. I'll tell you this a little bit later. Uh, we'll do our regular Tuesday check with Baylor softball. Hoot Jonigan will join us. Uh, Hoot, we had to record the interview because they moved their game up from uh, yesterday to today. They're playing at UT Arlington coming up this evening at 6. Broadcast on 101.3 FM this evening beginning at 545. But we'll visit with Hoot Jonigan coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, take a break. First, a check of weather. Listen up. Weather is changing. <laughs> Here it comes again. Another uh, ride on the roller coaster of weather in Central Texas. We'll check weather and have more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with lows dropping to 35 degrees. Tomorrow, a winter weather advisory kicks in. And matter of fact, it runs through Thursday as we'll see uh, pockets of rain, freezing rain and freezing drizzle, not only tomorrow, but Thursday as well with high temperatures in the mid to lower 30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Houston Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Bear Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. 
They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Michigan men's basketball coach Juwan Howard has been suspended five games for the remainder of the season and fined $40,000 for hitting the Wisconsin assistant coach. After threatening to boycott the NFL Combine, the NFL has changed the COVID protocols for the Combine in Indianapolis coming early next week. Number 10 Baylor beat Oklahoma State last night in overtime 66-64. TCU beat West Virginia 77-67. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma at number nine, Texas Tech, and Kansas State at number five, Kansas. Baylor softball at UTA today, six o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball also in action today, hosting Houston Baptist at Baylor Ballpark, first pitch at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. You heard it uh, in Ward Sports Center, Baylor softball in action tonight against UT Arlington on the air at 545, first pitch at 6, and again, the game moved up a day because of the uh, incoming weather uh, in the Metroplex and here for sure. Uh, we'll visit with Steve Hoot Johnigan coming up in just a bit. Hoot, uh, Aaron, is notoriously uh, n- n- not a fan of cold weather. All right, if it's under 70, he's got on a heavy coat. A man after my own heart. Yeah, yeah, you, know you guys are a lot alike. <laughs> yes. That's right. But under under 70, it's cold. And so he knows what's going to happen tonight <laughs> with that cold north wind blowing in as uh. they play in Arlington. So he's prepared for that. We'll hear from Hoot. Visit with him coming up in just a minute. 
Uh, also, Baylor baseball is in action tonight, hosting Houston Baptist. Here's, uh, here's trivia for you. It's not really trivia. Uh, question for you. Do you know who the head baseball coach at Houston Baptist is? I do not. How about this? Lance Berkman is the head baseball coach at Houston really? Baptist. Yeah, wow. isn't that great? That's really interesting. Yep, first year for uh, Lance Berkman to be there at HBU coaching in uh, college. One of his assistants is Tyler Brimmer, former Baylor pitcher. And uh, But we'll see Lance Berkman uh, and uh, HBU here at Baylor Ballpark tonight. So that game here on the air on ESPN Central, Central Texas, 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch tonight for the Bears and the, the uh, Huskies of uh, Houston Baptist Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. That would have been a good trivia question because I didn't it? know that either. Yeah. I was saying, what's Houston Baptist mascot? Uh, oh, the Huskies? Know. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Baylor and HBU comes up tonight at the ballpark. Uh, bring a coat because that wind's going to blow in at some point. It's already cooling off out there, but uh, could really get chilly by the end of the night. Right, and that game was originally scheduled for tomorrow night. but I've... No, that was softball. No, no, that's right. Yeah. Softball was originally scheduled for tomorrow night. Over, right. Um, and they've moved that to tonight, which makes sense because it's as cool as it's going to be tonight. Yeah, it's, it's only going to be It's going to be cold downright tomorrow. cold tomorrow. So, right. yeah, they moved that game. And uh, we will have that game starting with pregame at 545 on Cool 101.3. Perfect. Very good. And uh, so I'm doing TV tonight with Pat Combs, Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. I am uh, always a fan of uh, the windows being open in the booth, like always. Mm-hmm. Like we had a game one time we played football. Oh, in you're that Ames. guy. I am. Oh. I am because <laughs> just to get the feel of the crowd and the no, ambiance no, no. and the everything – we had a game once in Ames, a football game at Iowa State, and it was in the teens, but we had our window open. And somebody <laughs> took a picture of the press box at, at uh, Jack Trice Stadium. They looked up, and it's the press box, but it's all the suites up there. Uh-huh. All the windows are closed except one. <laughs> Ours was the only one that was open. Wow. Uh, JJ is not a fan of the window being open, oh, so that's a constant Poor tug guy. of war there. But tonight, in fact, Davis Deloach with Baylor Vision has already texted me, and he said, are you okay with the windows being closed tonight? Because it's a north wind, and at right. baseball, that blows right into the booth, right into the face of the uh, hitters. And I said, you know how I feel about this, but, yes, I'll be okay with the window closed tonight. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick story yeah. that happened? Uh, what the day? Let's see. No, it happened. Uh, today's Tuesday, right? Right. They run together a little <laughs> bit. But uh, yesterday, so no, it wasn't yesterday. It was last Friday. Um, when Cameron and I are working, uh-huh. we're both the same way. We're both cold now. Yes. So we keep it warm. And I had it on 74. <laughs> the heater wasn't on. That just meant it had to get up 74 for the air conditioner kicks out. Oh, okay. Instead of 72, which it's usually uh, set at. And Ward White w- was hot, apparently, and saw it <laughs> where it was set and was really mad. And I was like, dude, oh, I thought I was, I, you know, I just, uh, just have it because on Fridays, if there's anyone else here that late, it's usually just Cameron and I, yeah. and we like the same the studios to be the same temperature, but I forgot that he was here doing some production and Van was actually running the softball game <laughs> <laughs> and and they were sweating. And Smoking. I was like, my bad, you know, I, 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 I really do uh, try to be considerate with the thermostat. Like right now, you know, when there's people here, sure. 
Um, but when it's just me, it's yeah. toasty in here. <laughs> That's great. Ward. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, and Ward, Ward was not happy. That's funny. <laughs> 74. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, as promised, we'll visit with Steve Hoot Jonigan, assistant softball coach at Baylor. Baylor softball in action tonight against UT Arlington. They're playing in Arlington this evening. The broadcast on 101.3 FM with Jared Brown tonight, beginning at 545, first pitch at 6, from Allen Sachs Stadium in Arlington. Uh, and then baseball here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning at 615. We'll hear from Hoot when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. We're back after this here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women travel to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State on Wednesday. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Cowgirls. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. America's at a crossroad and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican Congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, 
I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Michigan men's basketball coach Juwan Howard has been suspended five games for the remainder of the season and fined $40,000 for hitting the Wisconsin assistant coach. After threatening to boycott the NFL Combine, the NFL has changed the COVID protocols for the Combine in Indianapolis coming early next week. Number 10 Baylor beat Oklahoma State last night in overtime 66-64. TCU beat West Virginia 77-67. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma at number nine, Texas Tech, and Kansas State at number five, Kansas. Baylor softball at UTA today, six o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball also in action today, hosting Houston Baptist at Baylor Ballpark, first pitch at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Welcome back, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday afternoon. We appreciate you being with us. And as we mentioned, Baylor softball scheduled to play UT Arlington on Wednesday in Arlington. Moved up to this evening to try to get ahead of the weather. Let's welcome in our resident meteorologist, Hoot Jonigan, assistant coach for Baylor softball. And I know you're a guy who keeps uh, your finger on the pulse of weather. What's it going to be like tonight? Well, there's an Arctic front coming in uh, with north winds, 25 to 35, gusting up to 40. And uh, we moved the game up to today so we could get it in, and that's what we're getting because tomorrow is going to be a high of 32, 33, feels like 20s, and nobody wants to play in that. So uh, tonight will be interesting. I think game time temperatures will be in the 40s with north winds, so it's going to feel like really cold and you know how I am about the cold <laughs> so I'll have my layers on and uh, I'll be ready <laughs> I know how you are when it's below 70 so uh, I can't imagine how many layers you're gonna have on tonight absolutely I, it's all about planning and when you live on the farm and you have to get out and feed cows and yeah. this stuff yeah. you learn to layer up yeah. so uh, I think I've got plenty of equipment there you go kids take that to heart there layer up with the uh, with the front coming in good move to uh, move the game up to get it in otherwise I mean if you'd left it tomorrow you might not play this week yeah we probably wouldn't and then that means playing a doubleheader probably later in the year or something and nobody likes those so uh so yeah you know coach Moore was ahead of the game and and contacted UTA coach and they were both in agreement saying yeah let's move it up and uh you know we're looking forward to it and, and trying to get out there and get better and improve and uh, this is be a, a good opportunity for us all right speaking of doubleheaders you had one against Oregon last Friday let's go back to that series drop two of three to the Ducks number 12 team in the nation but man that first game uh 
uh, behind Dari Orm was really, really a solid win for you. Yeah, it really was, and, and she was really solid and, and, and played well, and it was good to get a win against a quality club like that. It's kind of a barometer of where we're at. You know, we're kind of coming in with a, with a lot of new faces, young and some transfers, trying to figure out where we're at, and uh, it kind of gave us an idea, hey, you know, we can play with these guys, and so it's really good. She did a great job, and Aaliyah pitched well in the second game, just didn't have much to show for it. Kind of the wheels fell off there, uh, and, and really all the things that happen in that game are really fixable. It's really just playing catch. It's, you know, putting the ball in play and knowing where to throw the ball or whatever the case may be. It was kind of a lot of – they really didn't get a ball out of the infield except yeah. for one. Yeah. And they look up there and they got four runs, and you're like, oh, wow. So, But that's a learning experience as well. And so – uh, knew that uh, I thought we competed with them really well, even though the final scores may not show it on the two losses. But uh, but again, I think we left there feeling like, hey, you know, we can we can battle with those guys, and uh, gives us something to work on and uh, look forward to. That's uh, Glenn told us a couple of weeks ago. That's part of the non-conference schedule. Even with a young team like you have and so many newcomers, you want to give them confidence, but you want to uh, see where you are also and play good teams like Oregon. Absolutely, you got to challenge them. You know, to get to where you want to go, you got to play the best and you got to play good teams. And and uh, this was a really good good test for us. And again, we felt felt positive coming out of the weekend. Frustrated a little bit because some of the simple things. But again, that that's what happens, especially with an uh, inexperienced team. Team, and uh, hopefully we'll learn from that, grow from that, and uh, continue to improve as we go through the season. Good. Uh, Dari, uh, it's the first time I've seen her in person. I'd just seen the stats and really heard y'all talk about her before. But, man, is she impressive, and she can bring it. She really can, and the ball just jumps out of their hands. I just remember uh, from a baseball day, Max Scherzer right. seemed like the ball exploded out of his hand, and it really tough on the hitters, and it explodes out of Dari's hands as well. And, and it's, it's diving, it's dropping, it's rising, it's curving. There's a lot of movement on it as well. So she's not only got the velocity, she's got the movement as well, and which really makes her tough to hit. And hence the reason they really didn't barrel up a lot of balls. And that's a good hitting club. Came in with some good numbers. And uh, they did not barrel up a lot of balls and, and uh, allowed us to, to play some defense behind her and get a W. 74 miles an hour is what she's been clocked at now in softball. And what does that translate to baseball-wise? Over 100, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way up there. I know that. 70 is, is in the mid-90s for baseball. So uh, she's way up there. But, yeah, she touched 74 at, down at uh, in Louisiana yeah. the first opening weekend. So, But the ball is jumping. And now, now it's a matter of getting her in pitching shape where she can come back. And, and it was on, on uh, the Saturday game, day two, we brought her back a little bit because we're seeing where she's at as far as that goes. And she competed really well there, too. Her legs were not under her, like, and she felt it. And But that's getting her in shape, and that's getting her ready to go as we go through the season. So we will be able, in a three-game series, we get in conference to be able to use her a couple of days, maybe even three days. Who knows? Nice. All right, UTA tonight, we mentioned that, then uh, headed to California. Uh, pretty salty field of teams you're going to see out there. Absolutely. You know, again, trying to trying to uh, test ourselves a little bit, see where we're at. Uh, and that's why he wants to go out to Palm Springs, is to see see where we're at, you know, playing UCLA, Oregon State, and those type of teams. So uh, it's going to be dope. First things first, though, UTA, uh, right up the road here, scrappy ball club, going to be a good test for us as well. Going on the road, playing in the environments, 
Now, now we've been there already in the environment a little bit. When we went to Louisiana, we played in some of those cold temperatures and stuff, and I thought the, the girls handled that really well. So we'll get another test tonight. It's always uh, winning doesn't care how cold it is and, you know, how your hands feel a little bit. It's just a part of the process. So uh, we'll have our work cut out for us tonight and hopefully continue to, to learn, to improve uh, as we get ready to go into the weekend. Good. I always think about, you know, baseball in cold weather, you know, sometimes you, you swing and it's like bees, you know, on your hands. Is it the same way with softball or is it any different? No, it really is. If you hit it off the end of the bat or if yeah. you hit it off the hands, it's like hitting a cinder block <laughs> with a cold and your hands are freezing and they vibrate for a long time. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel good. And, you know, my, my great hitting philosophy is this. If it doesn't feel good hitting off the end of the bat, well, don't do that. Hit, <laughs> hit it on the sweet spot, and you won't feel it. <laughs> but uh, that's a lot easier said than done sometimes. But, uh, but no, it is cold is cold. If you're playing baseball or softball, it, it, it stings a little bit. I hear that. How do you feel about uh, team's defense of the games you've played so far? You know, we got some cleaning up to do there, without a doubt. Uh, and some of that, we're trying people in different position. You know, moving them around a little bit. Got some young kids on the field as well. And so not only is the game speeding up a little bit when you get runners on and they're running, you got to know it's all that pre, pre-pitch, uh, you know, mentality. You got to know where to go with the ball as soon as it's hit to you. So you don't have to sit there and look because if you, if you hesitate for a second – with the speed of this game, it's over, and uh, they beat you to the bag, and that happened a couple of times in that Oregon. Mm-hmm. So definitely not pleased with that, but definitely, like I said, fixable. It's all about you know knowing what to do with the ball before it's hit to you, and then just catching it and throwing it, and then, and that's all the way down to t-ball. You can do it there too. So uh, so that's what we got to do. Got to clean it up, and we'll be working on that this week. All right, answer this if you can. If you don't want to answer, I understand. That's a great lead-in, isn't it? Uh, Kelly Levesque and I did the games on TV Friday. Kelly did it with Lincoln Rose on Saturday. But one of the shots, or several of the shots, into your dugout, we see hanging from a hook in there. It looks like kind of a Mardi Gras chain, bead, something like that. What's the significance of that? Oh, I think that's for the home run. That's the home run chain. All right. Uh, So everybody's got something a little bit different. I was watching – UCLA and Florida State this weekend and and when UCLA hits one the third base coach tosses them a piece of candy as they round third the Florida State coach takes his hat off and they rub his bald head or something and you know you see in baseball sometimes they come out and they put a uh, I think Oklahoma State puts a cowboy hat on well our girls have come up with this gold chain with the BU on it so when we hit a couple of home runs out at uh, in Louisiana the team would meet him out there, put it around her neck, and she gets to wear that for an nice. inning or something. So nice. it's kind of one of those things, kind of, you know, to encourage uh, some excitement, encourage the long ball and all those kind of things. So, uh, unfortunately, it stayed hanging on the wall this weekend. <laughs> we didn't get to use it. We hit a lot of balls close. Thought yeah. we had some. Oh, yeah. I know Anna Watson came close within a couple of feet, hit a lot of warning track shots that uh, maybe Getterman sucked them in. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, hopefully we get a chance to use that a lot. Very good. Thanks for uh, clearing that up and hope you get to pull out the chain tonight against UT Arlington and this weekend. Hey, appreciate the visit. Good luck tonight and stay warm. Oh, uh, don't worry. I will. Thanks, JMO. <laughs> Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rose joining us, director of athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. The Northern Tool and Equipment lot and garden sale is going on now. Stop in and save on sprayers, spreaders, aerators, wagons, garden equipment, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. with this final segment john morris show on this tuesday afternoon john morris aaron sexton in the allen samuels studios we're brought to you in part by the pioneer boys at pioneer steel and pipe big things going on at pioneer steel and pipe we'll be telling you about in the days to come but uh right now suffice to say they have been serving central texas since 1943 same ownership 
Same family-operated business covering four generations. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They uh, are basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe locations in Waco right now at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane and in Bryan. Again, news on the horizon with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. We will keep you informed right here. All right, uh, final segment, uh, and let's look at some – well, let's look ahead first. Uh, Matt Mosley coming in 4 o'clock. You guys have planned between four and six this afternoon, Aaron. We will be talking with uh, Kevin Longquist from SikkimSports.com. He did an article, kind of forecasting the football season next year. So we'll get his thoughts on what Baylor season may look like. We'll also uh, talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Had some comments on the Pat McAfee show. We'll listen to a little audio from him and talk about that. Plus, we'll talk more about the uh, Jawan Howard suspension. Uh, the Michigan head basketball coach suspended the rest of the year for uh, uh, striking uh, Wisconsin assistant coach, and a couple of players also uh, received punishment. We'll go into all that and uh, much more. All right. Very good. That's 4-6. to six. Matt Mosley coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. Remember uh, Tom oh, Barfield? I'm sorry. And we will also yes. visit with uh, – Better women had oh, Nikki Collins, Nikki Collins today. Yes. Yeah, there you Our go. Our weekly interview with her will be around at uh, five o'clock. So we will talk right. with Coach Collins about the red hot Baylor women's basketball Ooh, isn't team. Isn't that the truth? They yeah, are, they are just playing so great right now. Yeah, six in a row, eleven of twelve. They are rolling right now. So that is great on the road at Oklahoma State tomorrow, home versus Kansas for a whiteout. Fans, remember that Saturday, make it a whiteout in the Farrell Center for the women's game at two and the men's game at seven on Saturday. And uh, so that's at 5 o'clock with uh, Coach Collins this afternoon, Aaron? Yes. 5 o'clock? 5 o'clock. Till about 5.25 or so, is that right? Yeah. I yeah. think it's it – they usually talk for about 20 minutes. All right, very good. So that's this afternoon with uh, Matt Mosley here on ESPN Central Texas. And remember – uh, remember uh, weekday mornings, uh, Ward just walks by the window here. It's Ward and Tom and, and uh, Garrett on game time, weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., every weekday morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's share some birthdays with you before we get out of here. And today is Aubrey Schultz's birthday. Aubrey uh, was the uh, center for that Baylor football team, 1974 Southwest Conference champion Miracle on the Brazos team, Aubrey Schultz, celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Chuck Mulliner's birthday. Chuck is uh, Kristen's dad, Tom Hill's father-in-law. Chuck, happy birthday to you. Uh, Morris Anderson's birthday, former Baylor receiver from Odessa, if I remember right. Happy birthday to uh, to Mo. Um, Courtney Pate Oates' birthday today, Courtney. Uh, down at uh, Mary Harden Baylor is the new acrobatics and tumbling coach there. Happy birthday to Courtney Tanner Thrift. His birthday is today. Former Baylor offensive lineman. Mm, who else? Todd Stills' uh, birthday is today. Todd is the uh, dean at um, Truett Seminary. Happy birthday to uh, Todd Still today. And Wes Cash. It's Wes's birthday today. Happy birthday to Wes Cash. 
So there's my list. Who would you have to add to that, Aaron? Just a couple today. Drew Barrymore turns 47, which surprised me. She's been in show business so long since yeah. she was a child. Yeah, exactly. Um, that I didn't realize that she was younger than I am, but E.T. she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She started probably when she was six or seven, I guess. Um, probably. She is uh, 47 today. So happy birthday to Drew Barrymore and happy birthday to Dr. J. Julius Irving ah. turns 72 today. Like that, I do too. One of I my like favorite that. players of all time. That's great. I saw Dr. J play in the ABA, a game in Kentucky against the Kentucky Colonels. It was great. He had that big hair, you know, and that red, white, and blue basketball. Oh, that was fun. He was the. I mean, I guess you could argue, but he was the first player to basically play above the rim. Yeah, you know, I, you might be right. Yeah, um, there were some other people that dunked, you know, right. like like uh, like Kareem and. Uh, you know, uh, Will Chamberlain, a few right. others that dunked a lot, you know, because they were a lot taller and not right. taking anything away from their game. They're both all-time greats, obviously, but Dr. J was the first guy to really play above the rim, you know, and, and turn it into an art form with those incredible dunks and layups. Oh, flying, exactly. Yep. A couple others to add. Uh, so happy birthday to Dr. J. It is Wes Bailey's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, good friend Wes Bailey. Bailey Insurance and uh, Mary Felkner's birthday today. Mary retired from Baylor Athletics in the ticket office. So happy birthday to them on this uh, 22nd day of February. Uh, it's 2-22-22 today. You realize yep. that? Yep. A lot of places running specials. That's right. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so if you want to eat today, I'm not going to mention anything <laughs> in particular. There's so many, you know, but a lot. A lot of people, a lot of places running two for 222 or, yeah, you know. that's pretty good. Something, something like that. Well, uh, glad you brought that up because the uh, special ends today at the Baylor Club to reserve uh, a spot for an event. Today's the deadline for that. So I would guess maybe that's 5 o'clock today. Maybe it might be a little bit later, but give them a call and you can save $200 on every event rental for every $1,000 you spend. But today is the deadline. So uh, 22222 the deadline for that, check it out, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call at 254-710-8080 is the main number. number. If you want to get right through to uh, someone that can help you with an event space rental, call 254-710-8074. So check that out, thebaylorclub.com, 254-710-8080. All right, we got to move out of here. Appreciate uh, Aaron for making things work, and thanks to Hoot Jonigan who was on with us. Remember Tom Ward and Garrett tomorrow morning at 7. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's all about planning. And when you live on the farm and you have to get out and feed cows and this stuff, you learn to layer up.